All right. Hey, dude. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Brain Dump Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Walliker with the Rock Solid Gym Method, which includes courses, journals, and one-on-one coaching, but it more specifically focuses on you being a badass in the gym, um, be, having a healthy lifestyle, but also not letting it completely consume and control your life, where you have balance and flexibility and you actually have a say in it, so you are more than just the gym and numbers and healthy eating and food and all of that jazz, where you're actually able to have a life outside of it and it doesn't completely consume your existence and you are more than just a personality trait of a healthy and fit person. And more specifically, we're going to talk today about numbers. Again, um, how to let go of the numbers in your life. So this brought up a good reminder and so if you've heard me talk before, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And as I've been going through my own personal um, stuff lately, so I just broke up with my boyfriend about a month ago now, I think. Almost a month ago, I think. Um, but it's been a good growing and learning and reflecting phase as well. Um, but I realized that going through all of that, actually how much of the work that I have done has positively affected this experience as well. Um, if you notice a little bit of echoing, I am in the kitchen right now and I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm waiting for my coffee so I can go and get some work done. Um, <laughs> there's that little side note. But um, it's been a lot of growth and you can expect the next few podcasts to kind of be a reflection of that as I am more comfortable and kind of ready to chit chat about that process. Um, but the biggest one was also realizing the whole numbers thing and not in the sense of numbers of counting and weighing and tracking, well, tracking, um, but not in the sense of counting and weighing and like measuring your worth in that sense on it. But we're going to be talking more on the, in a sense, tracking, not the weighing and counting, but the tracking side of it and not... Um, like how many calories you're eating or the, well, I guess, yeah, it is going to be the tracking of it. But what brought it up is, so I've been talking to this guy and it's really great, really enjoy talking to him. But um, lately we've both been busy. He's been really stressed and um, we were on this Snapchat streak of a good chunk of time, like way over, like over a month. Um, don't look too much into that. <laughs> it's a weird situation. Maybe one day I'll talk about it, but, um, of over a month and it's all good. It's fine. I swear. Um, and it ended the other day and I had, if you're hearing noises, it's my computer and I can't, I don't know how to stop it. Um, <laughs> but here's when I realized that I had true, I was truly making progress and continued to, and I was so thankful for what I had done. But I saw that like the little timer thing on Snapchat was coming up and being somebody who in the past um, measured her worth and existence in consistency and how long something had been happening, I had to consciously and verbally say to myself, if this ends, if this streak goes away, it means absolutely nothing for where we are at. It means nothing for me and how I've been trying to be supportive and talkative during this time. It means nothing on 
him, we are our own people. This is just a number. This does not define our existence, our worth. Um, this does not define my future alone or together. This is just a number. And this is just a time in both of our lives and we're both being and we're both in a good spot and we're both our own people. This is a number that means nothing and I don't need to be sad or mourn this number going away. And it's gone. And in a way, it's taken off the pressure of feeling like I need and want to talk to him every single day. I still do, but the feeling of need to talk to him to keep this number going. Whereas before, it just happened. We were just talking a lot and um, both kind of were in a spot where we could and now we're more stressed and busy with work. So it's just happening. And it's fine. It's no big deal. But I was close to like falling back on, like this number means something. This number defines me and like us, but us isn't a thing. So why would I let that define like this friendship that I'm creating with him? So it made me realize that I had to do that too with the gym and with food. And here's why, and here's how that looks. So with the gym, I had prided myself that I started working out uh, consistently sophomore year of high school. So I had been do I had been working out consistently, like never missing a day, never missing a long period of time. If I wasn't like working out a lot in the morning, it was because I had track practice in the afternoon and that was a lot of working out as well. So it was just finding the balance of it all. But I had been so consistent for about eight years and seeing other people in the industry that were like farther than me and saying that they had been doing it for like a decade or not even as long as I have made me feel like, okay, maybe I can keep up with them. Maybe I am like getting close to that level because I am this dedicated. I am this motivated, but then life happened. And I realized that my want to just lose a few extra pounds to be the best athlete I could in track had completely consumed my life to where like the gym was my therapy. It was the one time that I had away from everybody else. And I had lost that and got distracted from that. And if that's something that you've experienced, stay tuned. I think that's going to be our next podcast. Um, food, which I had loved. And my whole thing was I'll eat my meal and then I'll eat your, and then I'll finish yours. And then I'll have dessert and most likely a snack afterwards. Like I ate a lot and I could eat a lot turned into, I was terrified of food and I had to force myself to eat because nothing tasted good anymore. And nothing like sat with me because I had such a bad relationship with it. It was just not good. And the gym instead of therapy had turned into punishment for if I was at work and hadn't eaten for six hours and I had a chicken strip because that was all that was left and we were going to toss it out, I would go and I remember this so vividly after a long, long ass day, I went to the gym in my Superman sweatshirt and did fasted car and did cardio for like 45 minutes to an hour. And the whole like I'm in the gym while everybody else is out partying, while everyone else is sleeping, I'm putting in the work and I'm making progress. But I remember taking a picture and looking myself in the mirror and being like, I don't know what I'm doing. 
I don't know what this is for. I'm exhausted. I'm run down. I can't be around people because it physically is exhausting to me. I can't. I lock myself in my room when I get home. I try to avoid my roommates even though I love them. And like the very end of it was I had I booked myself a hotel for the weekend because I literally could not cope with it anymore and I needed time and space because I was overworking myself. I was going to the gym when I was sick because being sick is just an excuse and you need to work through it. I felt so guilty when I was sick eating soup because soup was not something that I could eat on my diet. And this diet was something that I had a friend put together for me. And looking back, it was very generic. It was very, um, I know it was specific to me, but it wasn't taking into account me as a person, how I trained, my existence. I was eating far too few calories and I would always undershoot that calorie count as well, thinking because I knew better, but when you get to that low point, the fewer calories you eat, the more weight you're going to lose. And my body was in starvation mode, so it shut down everything. And it was just not a good place to be. But I didn't want to stop working out. I didn't want to cut off that um, number of I've been doing this for so long. I'm the consistent one. Until like I was forced to. I was forced to take a break. I was forced to reconsider and look at things differently. And that had to be a choice that I made too. And that was the hardest part of it was it was a conscious choice that I was making. And once I learned to let that go, and that's why I say health is a lot more mental than physical because we can all work out. We can all be consistent with it. But if we don't know why anymore, if we've we've lost our why, if we've gotten... um, distracted and sucked into what the rest of the world is doing and what everybody else is doing and we forget that we are doing this solely for us even if it's with the teen sport even if it is competing you are doing it solely for you and you are not competing against anybody else but yourself and even then you've only got what you've got today you are not going to have a PR day every single day you are not going to have the best workout of your existence you are not going to have the healthiest choices and feel the best even though you eat the same thing every single day you need to switch it up you need to know that you are human and that it is okay it is okay to be human it is okay to make choices it is okay to take breaks and to mess up and to learn as you go it is okay it is okay and once you learn to let that go and work through all of the heavy things that are coming up and work through all of the stress because I know it is so much easier said than done because this is a daily moment by moment choice to just exist, to simply and utterly exist. And I had to make that choice. And this is what I have my clients do as well. If they, and I've done this with the movement experiment. So I'll talk about that a little bit more at the end. How about that? But I challenged myself to take time away and I needed a lot of time away. Um, I think my first time I did it, I was about a month and it took that long to kind of recenter. I didn't have any injuries. There was no reason for me to take time away from the gym. I just needed a reset because I had lost my way. I had lost my drive. I had lost everything. And even with all the motivational videos, it wasn't coming from me. It wasn't me. And I'm my biggest motivation and I'm my biggest drive. So if I can't find it and I'm searching for it through other videos, then it's not authentic and it's not going to stick with me. So 
but if it is coming from me, it's so much easier to stick through, stick with, because it's a choice, because it's something that I want to do, and it's not something that I have to do, because somebody said this is the way that it's going to work, and this is the way I'm going to get the results that I want, and so on and so forth. That's why I don't write workout plans, and I don't do diet plans either, because there's so many of them out there. I heal you after the fitness industry. So once I did that... Um, and reset and came back, I was able to more define the athlete that I wanted to be. And once you define what that looks like, you make your own rules and you make your own choices and you set the boundaries for what it is that you want that to look like. And once you're in control, it is so much easier to follow through. It is so much easier to take breaks. It is so much easier to say, you know what, I'm run down because I've had basically a 15-hour day, and that's a long day for me, and I'm a lot peopled out. And I know that me personally, when I get peopled out, I can't do any more peopling, and I can't do the gym, even though the gym is something that I really do enjoy. I would be forcing it. By forcing it, that would bring me back to old habits and old thinking, and I need to consciously choose other otherwise. So it is a constant choice. And it's also knowing that people at the gym are going to notice I'm not there. They may notice I'm not there, but it has nothing to, but that's not going to decide, determine that I'm not, that I'm going to go to the gym. Somebody else's thoughts of me are not going to dictate my own personal needs and personal mental health. And once you get to that point, you are powerful and unstoppable and forced to be reckoned with. And I had to do this too when I changed my diet. So I'm basically vegan, more plant-based than anything. And I was going for that number because I thought it was so cool when other people that I followed were like, yeah, I've been doing this for like three or four or five years. Because at that point, it's like, oh, this isn't just a phase. It's not a phase, mom. It's <laughs> It's not just a phase of like, I'm just going through this or I'm just trying it out or I'm trying to be one of those people and I actually can't hang. Um, I've had meat maybe like a handful of times. One of them got me really sick. Um, but the other time it was when we were on vacation. Um, my brother had graduated high school and our parents let us uh, pick where we wanted to go on vacation the year that we graduated. So all throughout high school, it was kind of, we cut our trips down so we could have like a big trip for each of our graduations. So my brother picked California. We have an uncle out there and he took us three kids. I'm one of three siblings. So I've got a younger brother and sister. Um, he took us deep sea fishing and that was a really fun time. It was a lot of long hours, um, a lot of driving around, really fun. Didn't get seasick, but we took one of those seasick pills. Um, but it was a lot of fun and we got to bring in the fish home that we got, um, because we had to catch, we only were able to catch like a limited amount, but I don't think we even caught that. It was quite a lot that we were able to get, um, especially since there were four of us. So um, they cut up the fish for us, like they skinned it and got it ready and got the fillets and everything, and we just took that with us. It was all included in the package or whatnot to go, and coming back, they cooked it, and I had some. And I had to make the choice that my diet does not need to follow somebody else's expectations. Like when people ask, so how long have you been vegan or how long have you been plant-based? I usually say, I'm, well, I'm plant-based. I still have like dairy here and there and I'm not extremely strict. So if there's like other, if there is 
dairy or something like that in something, like I'll have it. I just know that for me personally, through doing the work, that I'm most likely going to be constipated and break out in um, zits and things like that. And it's a conscious choice that I'm making, so it's not something that I will beat myself up for later. Um, but it's been about six or seven years now, I believe. And I don't count in like all those times unless we're talking more um, later on. And I say, well, this is what like, I've had meat like maybe a handful of times. And this was one of them. And I've made that choice as well that if I catch or hunt or whatever it is, that I will try it. I will try it because it's not something that somebody else killed and did for me or whatnot. And um, if you want to know more about that, I do have a podcast of I accidentally became vegan and that kind of explains it a little bit more. Um, but it's a choice. And again, this is another just I'm sharing this because it's another example of you get to decide what it is you want your life to look like. And the day that I had that fish or the day that I try any other kind of meat that I catch later on or whatever in the future, um, it's not going to take away from that number. I still say I've been working out for over a decade because I have. I have been working out for over a decade, even though some years are better than others, even though there's been a lot of growth and everything like that. It doesn't take away from who I am. And I've been able to come more, become more than just the person who goes to the gym and the person who eats healthy and be that person. Like There's more layers to me, and I'm starting to create that because I thought that being a healthy person was just it. Like there was nothing else. Like when people ask like, what do you like to do? My favorite hobby is sitting because I'm constantly moving and constantly doing work for myself and for others that sitting was the only thing. And that's not a personality. That's not a hobby. You're able to have hobbies outside of the gym, even though going to the gym is a thing that you do and you don't think about it. You need to accept that that is a hobby it is a passion of yours but you can also have other things outside of the gym as well and that just makes you a more well-rounded person and isn't that what you want to be don't you want to be a well-rounded person a well-rounded athlete so it's a conscious choice every time I see a number or a point of I've been this consistent or I've been doing this this long it's a choice of deciding I get to do do and be more than just that so if this sounds like you, especially with the gym side of things, um, I do have a course called the Movement Experiment course. Um, it goes along with my Movement Experiment journal, and it really just takes you through kind of resetting what health and fitness looks like for you, more just the fitness side of things because it is a movement experiment journal. And my big thing with experiments is with an experiment, there's no success or failure. There's just an outcome. And with that outcome, you get to decide what it is you want to do with it. Do you want to keep it? Do you want to toss it? Do you want to try something new? Do you want to try um, get a different outcome based on what you have? But ultimately, it puts you back in control of your life. And it gives you a say of what it is that you want that to look like for you moving forward. So on that note, um, I will have links down below if you are interested in checking that out. Um, it is one of my it's one of my journal courses, one of my kind of signature courses. And um, if you want to kind of explore my website a little bit more, feel free. Otherwise, I think I'm going to cut it off there. I need to go and get some things done, uh, get my coffee now that that is done. 
but stay tuned. I have some good episodes coming up. I know I'm going to, I think I'm going to knock some of those out today. So I actually have, I actually am like ahead of the game, but, um, definitely work on that. It's definitely a process to do that and a daily choice. But if you are looking for more support with that, I would definitely check out the movement experiment. Um, especially if it's more fitness related, but if it's more food related and just healing that relationship with it as well, the food experiment can be good with that too. I got them. I got you covered on journals. Um, so yeah, but otherwise I hope you have a fantastic day. Thanks for staying tuned and I will catch you in the next podcast. Have a good day. Bye.